Moi, je vais choisir après ça dehors. Fuck Matt. Um, three, two, one. Fuck Matt. That's it. That's the end of it. Okay. Beep boop beep boop boop beep beep boop. Hello. Where's that from? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for the help. Yeah. Currently, Amanda is trying to think of a question. That she can ask me that pertains to the case she's presenting today. Because I kind of had one, but then I forgot it. Um, scale of 1 to 10, how desperate are you? Oh, dude, have you ever seen me? <laughs> I've actually never seen you before. Yeah, nice to meet you, by the nice way. Hold on, let me just like... Oh. Make sure I can hear you, too. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I can just talk to myself. Would um, you ever, like... Okay, now that we have Tinder and all that stuff... But imagine, imagine, uh, like signing up for a dating, I don't know what to call it. Like the Lonely Hearts Club? Yeah. I think if I was back in time, I'd probably do it because I am that desperate. Like I would make the column. I would be the column. I would be the Lonely Hearts Club. Yeah. I am Electra Heart. Drop my phone too. I just realized that because it was 420 and I was gonna send Snapchat and I was like, oh. Is it? Um. <sighs> well. Well. Hi guys. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Up at Night. Uh, how are you today, Amanda? I'm okay. I'm very tired. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. Yeah, we were up pretty late last night. <laughs> Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Uh, we were chilling, watching some TV up late, listening to music, talking, you know. Yeah, the works. The works. Did the... you go to Taco Bell? Yes. I didn't go to Taco Bell. Sucks. I wasn't invited to Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> neither, neither, it was just me. <laughs> I was not invited to Taco Bell. Neither was anybody else. I'm upset and I am hurt. <laughs> Maybe I went to Taco Bell. Did you? No. I was like, you can't drive. You couldn't have driven. You can't drive. You can't drive. Um, but hey guys, what's up? Middle of coronavirus here in uh, Central Texas. Central Texas? Uh, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere in Texas. Somewhere in Texas. We actually just got our first case of the coronavirus in our town today. It's a pretty small town, too. Yeah, there's like... Not a lot of people. I'd say like a thousand people. I would love it if you were so wrong. <laughs> you know what's going to be great? Whenever I am so wrong. Are you Googling it? Yeah. This is the show where we Google things. Uh, let me not ding, say ding. that loud. What's the call? What's the population? That's what there you go. Like, but that's where we live. And I was going to be like, I cannot tell you that information right now. Wow. <laughs> How off was I? Take your answer and multiply it by 33. So it's 33,000? 33,000. 33 and a half. 33 and a half. By 20. It's a half person? Because of 20s. Well, I thought we were rounding. Oh, okay. Uh, based off of 2017. Okay. I mean, right now there's like 20 people here. Oh, yeah. So two cars driving on the way over here. Yeah, it's great. Everyone's vacated the, te- the premise. Yeah, we hope everyone's doing okay. If you're... I know some people are being... There are some lockdowns around the country, depending on where you live, there, or in your country, I don't know, because there are a couple of people that aren't in the States. Yeah. Um, 
some people are being quarantined by their parents or choosing to self-quarantine, which is cool for you. Which is what I'm doing, kind of. Uh, are you? I mean, I am. I haven't left the house. But by choice? Yeah, by choice. I also don't have any friends or anything to do. Ten minutes ago, she was like, I want to go do something. Let's go. Yeah, because there's nothing to do right now. I want to go, like... That's the point. I want to go, like, dancing. Uh, well, you know, have fun with that. You know what? Maybe I'll just play some uh, Dance Dance Revolution by myself. Dance Dance Revolution. Um, so, this week's case. Yes. So last, uh, sorry, the last episode I did was about um, the death row granny. Yes. This, uh, this week, I, there's a, she has a couple names. She goes by the giggling nanny, the giggling granny, the jolly black widow, and the lonely hearts killer. <gasps> Wait. <gasps> did you already do this case? Fuck me. Did I already do this case? Oh my fucking God. Is it? It's Nanny Doss. Did you already do her? Did you already do it? Oh no, I think I did. Fuck. But I didn't do good. You can redo it. What? You can redo it. Why? You already know. But I don't know all of it. It was back whenever <laughs> I was doing two cases, so I would only do a talk a little bit about them. Okay. Still do. <sighs> Plus, I didn't know she was giggling granny, so therefore you already know more than me. Uh, some trigger warnings for this episode uh, is murder, sexual assault, and desperation. Ah, uh, me. So if those trigger you, there are 28... Fabulous episodes in season two. I just realized that there's season one, and I don't remember how many episodes are. Yeah, there's season one and there's season two. There are more episodes with trigger warning, so if these trigger, you can always go back and. Granted, all of them have murder in them, but yeah, murder just don't listen to a a, a true crime podcast if you're not okay with murder. No, you better be. I'm so I don't I don't mean to offend. I do. (laughs) You're like no, I do. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Fuck Matt. Fuck Matt, dude. (laughs) Do you think he's listening to this? No. Did you listen to last week's? We were together, and he and I told him to listen to it to hear a shout out. And he was like, I'm going to listen to all this. I was like, no, you're fucking not. Shut up. And then we got wings. Nice. Nice. I want wings. Um. So, yeah. yeah. Just jump right into it. Let's it's just, pretty long, so. Let's just um, jump right in. We're, we're going to try and stay on course. Yeah, every time that I'm going to stop Grace to tell her story, um, it's going to get cut out, so. Yes. Yeah. So you don't have to hear my stories. Okay. I mean, they don't have to hear my stories. You, you, yeah, I do. You yeah. probably already know them anyways. Yes. Um, I know a lot of your stories, yeah. We do um, spend almost every single day together. That's true. And then you're going to move in. And then... Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, and then we're going to spend more time together. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Cannot wait. So much how I met your mother. So much how I met your mother. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to start our story Yes, of tell me about her. The giggling... I'm going to call it... There's a bunch of names, but the giggling granny is the funniest one. I like that. She sounds like a, like a Pokemon, kind of. <laughs> she sounds like a Pokemon. Or like a ghost. <laughs> a ghost, I hate you. Her name is Nanny Doss. She was born on November 4th, 1905 in Blue Mountain, Alabama. Um, uh, wow. <laughs> Am I, <laughs> I love how my, my soul just left my body. Yeah, what the fuck was that? You guys can't see it, but like literally all the expression just drained from your face. For like that split second. Wow. Wow. My brain wasn't. Wow. My brain has never turned off like that before. <laughs> Sober. Sober. <laughs> Sober. Um, Nanny was born as Nancy Hazel to Louisa, aka Lou, in uh, 
James F. Hazel. Nanny was one of five children. She had one brother and three sisters. Both Nanny and her mother hated James, who was a controlling father and husband. James would force his children to work on the family farm instead of attending school, resulting in Nanny's poor academic performance, um, which is in the early 1900s. That says a lot. Yeah, it really does. Uh, at age seven, while the family was taking a train to visit relatives in southern Alabama, Nanny hit her head on a metal bar on the seat in front of her when the dra- train suddenly stopped. For years after, she suffered severe headaches, blackouts, and depression. She blamed these and her mental instability on that accident. That is actually, like, rooted in fact, you know? Mm. <sighs> Sucks. <laughs> oh, bummer, huh? Uh, yeah, bummer. Uh, during childhood, her favorite hobby was reading her mother's romance magazines and dreaming of her own romantic future. Oh, me too. Later, no. <laughs> uh, later, her favorite part was the Lonely Hearts column. Nanny's father forbade the Hazel sisters from wearing makeup and attractive clothing to prevent them from being molested by men. However, that happened on several occasions. It's almost like your clothes don't, don't matter. Don't really mean anything. Wow. He also forbade them to go to dances and other social events. Which, Love controlling parents. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, we move on to Nanny's first marriage. She was first married at age 16 to Charlie Brad. Oh, that's so, so young. Yeah, it was also early 1900s. I know, and it's like early, normal early then, but like, oh, it's just so fucking young. Oh, yeah. I think in the 1900s, what's what's the best? Like, what, how, what's the life expectancy? 1900s? 60, 70? Yeah. Now it's like 60, 70. Now it's like 80. Yeah, really? 70 or 80. Dude, I'm dying whenever I'm 40. We both know that. <laughs> uh, if you die. If I die. Um, so she was first married to Charles Braggs at age 16, her, who was her co-worker at a linen factory. Oh, my roommate's here. With her father's approval, they married after four months of dating. Ooh. So they were, they were dating for four months and then married at 16. Oh, I don't I like know how that. old he was. Probably like 80. <laughs> you know how it is. It's oh, like, yeah. you know, he's going to be like way older than she is because societal expectations at the I mean, time. They were working together at a factory. So, yeah. I don't know. Young Rags was the only son of a single mother who insisted on continuing to live with him after he married. Um, and I have an excerpt from something that Nanny wrote. Okay, what was it? She said, I married, as my father wished, in 1921 to a boy I only knowed about four or five months who had no family, only a mother who was unwed and who had taken over my life completely when we were married. She never seen anything wrong with what she'd done, but she would take spells. She would not let my own mother stay all night. So basically, like, his mother was, like, controlling everything and, like, being the worst ever. I hate that. Also, my roommate's dog's currently whining. Okay. Uh, Bragg's mother took up a lot of his attention and limited Nanny's activities. The marriage produced four daughters from 1923 to 1927. So, that's... That's a lot. How long is four that? Four kids in... Four 19, years? Four wow. years? Yeah. That's a, that's a year kid. Wait. A kid a year? <laughs> that's a kid a year. Dang. 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 Oh, dang, Nabby. Imagine having a kid at 18, 19, 20, and 21. That's my nightmare. That is legitimately my nightmare. Hey, right now, you would have four kids. That's my nightmare. I don't want to have any children. I don't want any child. That's insane. Oh. 
The stressed-out nanny started drinking, and her casual smoking habit became a heavy addiction. Both unhappy partners suspected each other correctly of infidelity, oh. and Braggs often disappeared for days on end. I love that. Which, how does he disappear when he lives with his mom? Does his mom not care? His mom's like, eh, fuck it. Yeah, fuck He's it. fine. You good? I was just going to sit around for Oh, yeah, no, we can pause for a second. Yeah. So I think so. She had four daughters. Remember that? Yes. In 1927, this is. Oh, did I click it? Um, in 1927, the couple lost their two middle girls to suspected food poisoning. Soon after, Braggs took firstborn daughter Melvina and fled, leaving newborn Florine behind. So the two middle girls died. He left the baby that was just born, and took um, the firstborn daughter and just left. Okay. Yeah. Why did he leave those them behind? Huh? Why did he leave them behind? I don't know why he left the newborn behind. I guess he just didn't have time to like really care about her. I'm just like I, I get it. Grabbing one and leaving. I get it. Um, Grab and dash. Bragg's mother died not much later, and Yanny took a job in a cotton mill to support Florine and herself. Bragg's brought Melvina back in the summer of 1928, which is like around a year. Accompanied by a divorcee with her own child, Braggs and Nanny soon divorced, with Nanny taking taking her two girls back to her mother's home. Braggs always maintained he left her because he was frightened of her. Hmm. Why was he frightened of her? Fossils. So her two middle girls died and the mother-in-law died. Did they die under any suspicious causes? I don't know yet. Oh, yay. Moving on to her second marriage... Her second husband was Robert Franklin Harrelson. They met and married in 1929. They lived in Jacksonville with Melvina and Florine. After a few months, she discovered that he was an alcoholic and had a criminal record for assault. Despite this, the marriage lasted 16 years. <laughs> that sounds like some shit I'd pull. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that sounds like some real-ass Gracie shit. Yikes. Uh, Moving on to her grandchildren, Melvina gave birth to Robert Lee Haynes in 1943. So Melvina had um, Robert. Not to be confused with Robert from the second marriage. Okay. Because I was very confused reading it the first time. Okay, so there's two different Roberts from the first marriage and from the second marriage. Technically, yes. Robert is her second husband, but also her grandchild. Two different people. Two different people. Okay. One is the husband. One is the, the husband. Child. I'm gonna call Harrelson. Okay. But the the grandchild I'm gonna call Robert. Okay. So Melvina had Robert in 1943. Another baby followed two years later, but died soon afterward, exhausted from labor and groggy from something. <laughs> Melvina thought she saw her visiting. Sorry. Melvina thought that she saw her mother, um, stick a hat pin into the baby's head. Now, I forgot to look up exactly what a hat pin is. Oh, a hat is. pin's like is one of those little like needles. The, is that the really small one? Or no, it like... it's kind of like a thick one that you use to, like, not to, like, be, like, bleh, but to, like, bleh. pin down hats. You use it, you know that center thing in a hat? Yeah. It's that thing. Ah. Uh, yeah. They're very, very sharp. Uh, They're very, very sharp. Unprov- like, that's huge. Yeah, it's a big-ass thing. <gasps> Y'all need to look up what a hat pin is. Holy crap. This is the show. Unless you already know. This is the show oh, where we Google, Google stuff. Stuff. Stuff things. things. Shit. Stuff things. Messed it up. Oh, yeah. Well. How dare you. So, You're fired. <laughs> I'm fired. 
Um, she said that she saw she thought her she saw her mother stick a hat into the baby's head. When she asked her husband and sister for clarification, they said Nanny had told them that the baby was dead, and they noticed that she was holding a pin. The doctors, however, couldn't give a positive explanation. They weren't so, like, oh, hey, here was a large hole in your baby's head. They were, yeah, but like even her husband and her sister were like, well, she was holding the baby and the baby was dead and holding a hat pin. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't, I can't beats me, kid. Uh, the grieving parents drifted apart and Melvina started dating a soldier. Nanny disapproved of him and while Mel- Melvina was visiting her father after a particularly nasty fight with her mother... Her son, Robert, died mysteriously under Nanny's care on July 7, 1945, which is also my birthday. Happy birthday! Yay! Uh, the death was diagnosed as as asphyxia from unknown causes, and two months later, Nanny collected the $500 life insurance she had taken out on Robert. Mm, And there it is. And there it is. Um, so both of her children are dead. Love that for her. That's a yikes. So, moving on to, uh... Going back to Harrelson, which is her second husband. Yes. In 1945, Japan surrendered to the Allied powers at the end of World War II, and Harrelson was among the most robust partiers. Pardon? I'm so sorry. I like I was going to read that word so wrong. He was very excited that uh, World War II ended. Okay. He was a he was a very robust partier. It's a robust partier. Um, oh, so he was a partier. Yeah. Okay. So brace I- yourself. For a second. Okay, um, After braced. an evening of particularly heavy drinking, he raped Nanny. The next day, she discovered Harrelson's corn whiskey jar buried in the ground as she tended her rose garden. The rape had been the last straw for her, so she took the jar and topped it off with rat poison. Harrelson died a painful death that evening. You know what? I can't falter. You know, I, I get it. I get it. Honestly, you know what? Good for her. I want this to be... I, I can imagine this being a movie. Yeah. And, like, just watching her do that shit. I don't know why, but... It's the only death I'm okay with. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a difference between, like, murder murder and then, like, self-defense revenge? slash revenge oh. murder. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes your writer's like, you could've just left. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You could've just not cared. I mean, like, revenge for, like, you know, like, killing, killing your son or, like, yeah. sexual assault or, like, I don't know... Blackmail. I think blackmail is one of the worst things in the world. Yeah. Like, it's not a good time for anyone. So later on, Nanny met her third husband, Arlie Lanning, through another Lonely Hearts column. However, in this marriage, it was Nanny who often disappeared and for months on end. But when she was home, she played the doting housewife. And when he died of what was said to be heart failure, failure the townspeople supported her at his funeral. Mm. Soon after, the couple's house, which had been left to the Lanning sister, burned down. The insurance money went to Nanny, who quickly banked it, and after Lanning's mother died in her sleep, Nanny left North Carolina and ended up at her sister Dovey's house. Dovey was bedridden. Soon after Nanny's arrival, she died. Issa yikes. Issa big yikes. Issa big yikes. Looking for yet another husband, Nanny... Me. <laughs> looking for yet another husband. My life is me looking for yet another husband. <laughs> Nanny joined a dating service called the Diamond Circle Club Me. and soon met Richard L. Morton, and they married in 1952. Is that, like, one of those, you know how, like, there's, like, Tinder and Grinder and Bumble, and then there's, like, The League and, like, Hinge? Oh, yeah, The oh. League. Yeah, the pay for it. It's for, like, uh, like famous people. Cuban? No, it's for, like, famous people to use it. Oh. Yeah. You have to, like, buy a subscription for it. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. Farmers only? What? Plenty of fish? 
So she got married to the fourth husband in 1952. He didn't have a drinking problem, but he was adulterous. Plot twist, before she poisoned him, she poisoned her mother, Louisa, on January 1953 when she came to live with them. Morton died three months later on May 19th. Wait, why did she poison her mom? Exactly. That's the plot twist. I don't know. <laughs> she just did it. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember God. reading it and I was like, that's not where I thought this was going. You know, just chilling out. You know what I'm going to do? Poison my mother. Poison my mother. Isn't that what the last granny did, too? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we are. What's up with you and mother poisoning grannies? I don't know. Watch out for me whenever I turn 50. <laughs> <laughs> tell my mom to watch yeah, out for me. Yeah, tell my mom to watch out for me. Uh, so, the fourth husband died. Nanny married Samuel Doss in June 1953. Doss was a Nazarene minister who had lost his family to a tornado. Hmm. This is the fifth husband? I think so, yes. Uh, Samuel disapproved of the romance novels and stories that his wife adored in September. Samuel was admitted to the hospital with flu-like symptoms. It was not corona. <laughs> the, the hospital diagnosed a severe digestive tract infection. He was treated and released on October 5th. Samuel died on, on October 12th, 1954, which is my sister's birthday. Are you reincarnated? Uh, are you the reincarnated granny? That's Samuel died on October 12th. Exactly. October 5th is one of my other family members. I can't remember. We have a I lot love of October that so much. We have a lot of October movies, but I know for a fact October 5th is one of them. I love that so much. Uh, Nanny killed him that evening in her rush to collect the two life insurance policies she had taken out on him. The sudden death alerted his doctor who ordered an autopsy. The autopsy revealed a huge amount of arsenic in his system. Nanny was promptly arrested. Good. Now, going on, moving on to her conviction. Uh, Dawes confessed to killing four of her husbands... Her mother, her sister, her grandson, and her mother-in-law. The state of Oklahoma centered its case only on Samuel Doss. She pled guilty on May 17th in 1955 and was sentenced to life imprisonment. The state did not pursue the death penalty due to her sex. Doss was never charged with the other deaths. Doss died from leukemia in the hospital ward of the Oklahoma State Penitentiary in 1965. Damn it, that's it? Yeah. Is that not the most roller coaster story? It is. It's like, you did a very good job, but it really does kind of end on just like, oh yeah, and then she died. That's it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so, like so much happens from the beginning to the end, and then like. No, she wasn't convicted. She, I mean, I there's probably, there might be stuff about her in, in prison, but like. Nothing you can find. Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. I can't imagine, okay, the one thing that I seem to notice with, like, all these killers that kill family members, it's always about life insurance money. Yeah. So what if you just don't get a life insurance policy? Would that mean that you would never get killed by your family members? Uh. Think about it. If there's no life, you can't kill me. If there's no life? If I have no life, you can't kill me. You know what someone once told me? Well, here's the thing, though. She killed the one thing because he raped her, so... That's just... We don't, we don't count that. Oh, yeah, we don't count We're that. We're not counting that guy. That's not really important. Yeah, because that's, like... I understand that. I respect that. Yeah. But I think... I think the... The idea of murdering your spouse is just kind of weird to me, unless, it, of course, it's, like, sexual assault or, like, I guess adultery, but I don't think adultery is a good reason to murder people. Yeah. Just me. Crazy thought. Yeah. But... I'm just... 
Yeah, just leave and never look back. She's also adulterous herself. Yeah, which is weird that she would be upset about it. <laughs> You'd think she'd be like, oh shit, you're cheating on me? I'm cheating on you. Oh my god. We're twins. I knew we were alike. That's like how you bond with your significant they get, other. They get matched together with through their lonely hearts column again. Yeah, they're like under fake names. They're like, oh, <laughs> like I see what you're doing. It's if like they were kinky. They go along with it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. It's like those, um, like the stories about like the girl who's like my boyfriend just texted me and told me that I changed up my Tinder profile. Oh. Yeah. 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 I like the girls who go into their boyfriend's Tinder profile and change it for them. Mm. Yeah. It's a good time. Good time. So, yeah. It's a good time. So, yeah, that's the story. What do you, what do you think, Amanda? Um, I just remember reading it, and I was like, I, I just love how up and down and, like, this is. And I love that one thing where it's like, she married Samuel Dawes, who had lost his family to a tornado, and then it moves on. Yeah, and it's like, okay... <laughs> I just, it. I just think it's funny. It, it really it really is a type of story that's like it has a lot of twists and turns. <laughs> Some of them are twist. tomato. Tomato? Tomato. I meant tornado. <laughs> Some of them are just a massive tomato. We don't know how it got there. Did you ever tomato watch VeggieTales? Did you watch VeggieTales? No, not really. I think about VeggieTales twice a day. <laughs> once in the morning and once at night. <laughs> once in the morning, once it's like taking medicine. <laughs> But just this one part in um, Madame Blueberry's story where it's like the three asparagus and they're going, bungee, 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 everybody bungee. Come on. I don't on. know what you're talking about. If you know what I'm talking about, please send us the link to that one clip. I just remember hating it because like, how do they move? They don't have any legs. How do they hold stuff? They don't have any arms. It pissed me off. Uh, it floats. They have invisible hands. And I then they bounce. I don't like it. You've seen them bounce. I've seen them bounce. You've seen them move kind of like this. You know this. what show I liked as a kid? Uh, not really, but shows that like just kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Max and Ruby. Max and Ruby. Never saw it. The bunnies? I never saw it. I, I am a whole year older than you, though. Oh, my God, shut up. So, like, it could be, like, an age difference. I don't know. Oh, my God, shut up. It could be an age difference. Actually, I'm going to your mouth <laughs> Can you believe that you're going to be 21 in, like, like three, three months? months? Yeah. Four, three months, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane, and I can't wait. I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to be so frozen. Mm-hmm. I asked my friends, I was like, would y'all want to go to Louisiana to, like, for my 21st? And they're like, can we just do it here? And Didn't I, I like, say yes? Well, yeah, I was talking about the other group of friends. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, y'all do whatever y'all do whatever you want. But I was asking him, I was like, y'all want to go? And he's like, why can't we just do it here? And I was like, I don't want it to be like every other time we drink. And yeah. Stuff. I mean, I don't drink. I don't oh, no. I've actually never tasted alcohol. No, Amanda is, um, uh, I almost said celibate. <laughs> Amanda, <laughs> Amanda is straight edge. <laughs> I've, I've never even like been able to like smell alcohol. No, like, it, it makes you faint. I don't want it. No, it yeah. makes you faint immediately. I... I can't have it until I'm 21. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Even then it's going to be a struggle. Yeah, and then each time that um, someone day. is like, oh, Amanda, drink this, then I immediately punch them in the face. And I'm like, I'm like, don't tempt Amanda. She's she's underage. And, she's they're, like, underage. and they're like, whoa, I'm sorry. And then they don't fight me because they know I'll beat them up. <laughs> and that's the story I'm sticking I'm with. I'm always the designated driver every single time. Every single time. 
Honestly, that's not very. That's not far off. True. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah, that's pretty true. But we did not even finish talking about this murder case. That nah, was done. Oh yeah, no, we were done. But then like we saw, talked about it for like two seconds, and then we were like, anyways, alcohol. <laughs> That's Sorry, I just, I'm, I'm, I, there's nothing to tell, honestly, about alcohol, I just, I've never had it. No, you just know from my experience, as, as a 21-year-old, 21 who can drink. Who has only started drinking, uh. As soon as I turned 21. Yeah. Yeah, first ever drink of alcohol. Yeah. 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 First ever drink of, uh, $5 whiskey, $5 vodka. What do I drink? I don't know. Everything. <laughs> I drink. That's the thing. Wait, wait, can I? Can we get a thirty-five year Glen McKenna? Thirty-five year Glen McKenna, and then the uh, 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 I love how I met your mother. I, I feel, we talked about last three episodes. Yeah, but I don't care. You know who's you know who's the only person that's gonna care? Matt. Matt. And fuck Matt. Fuck Matt. Dude, hey, you know what? Fuck, fuck Matt. Matt. <laughs> we should get on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, first merch. First merch, fuck Matt up fuck at Matt. night. If you can make that shirt, we will not pay you any money, but it'll be really funny. My sister can make the shirt. Oh my god, please have her make us. A... I want to get it on a wine glass or something. Yeah. Just fuck Matt. My tit hurts. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Put it on a shot glass. Oh my god, yes. Up at night shot glasses. The best thing ever is that he has a shot glass with his name on it, and I just want to get fuck Matt in like the worst like uh, font ever. It's Comic Sans? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Dude, one day we're going to have merch. I'm speaking that into existence. I'm going to manifest it. You know what's funny? If we put fuck Matt on there, he's going to want to try and collect royalties every time. You're kidding me. That was the last, the last thing he said was, I'm going to collect royalties. You're kidding me. No. That's fucked up, Matt. Collecting receipts. That's, We're just saying his name. He can't take money from us. Um, he said, I told him that we were doing, I told him, like, the name, her name was Luke Dick and Granny, he's like, he's like, oh, good luck, uh, I guess, I'll be listening to it, I was like, do you actually listen to it, though? And I said, because we might as well throw in a few fuck mads every episode just to make you listen. He's like, hey, I'm down, there'll just be more royalties for me when y'all get famous, and I said, oh, it's cute that you think we'll get famous. Oh, we will? <laughs> uh, yeah. But he's not fucking getting a cent. He's not getting a cent. You know I'm what? I'm gonna spell Matt. Yeah, I'm the, I'm gonna spell it M A T. It's gonna be Matt, like a mat. Matt. I just really hate doormats. Yeah, fuck doormats. Dude, fuck doormats. Yeah, she has a doormat. Says hi, I'm Matt. Why do you hang out with these people? <laughs> Why? <laughs> because they. I mean, I don't drink alcohol. Wait, what? What? Huh? What? Hmm? Huh? I aren't you allergic to alcohol? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. 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 Same way I'm Every allergic. Every time I drink it, my, my vision gets a little blurry. <laughs> my face is a little red. I start to slur my words. It's super weird. Sometimes I'll even black out. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's odd. But then whenever I wake up the next morning, it's like, I feel like shit. Yeah, it's just, ugh. No, it's not a good time. I'm like D'Angelo Vickers from The Office where like, you're not going to die, right? He's like, no, I just want to be comfortable. Yeah, I just want to be comfortable. <laughs> That's my life. Oh. Yeah, I hate being like, Sucks. Hold on, my roommate just Snapchat of me. Alex. Um okay, hey, you know what we gotta do now? Good things? Our good things. What's your good thing of the week? I'm hanging out with some friends later before I go home. 
I'm just really sad because I have to take my cat back home. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I know. I'm sorry. I feel like everyone hates my cat. I love your cat. Yeah, and I love your cat. We bonded. He's a little fatty. We bonded. Whenever I woke up and he was sitting on my face. And then I went back to sleep and I woke up with him making bread on my chest. Making biscuits. <laughs> making biscuits on my chest. I'm so glad he wasn't doing that to me. It's so annoying. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh. I love him so much, but like, he's so he's fat. He's sweetie. All his weight is on two little tiny little paws on your chest. Just, God, it hurts so bad. But he's so cute, though. He's so cute. He's so cute, though. It's so frustrating because he has his whole ass bed next to him. I bought him a bed just so he can stop doing that. He's really sweet. He's so cute. I love your cat. And the maintenance guy came, and like he was knocking on the door, so he, he ran underneath my covers, and I was kind of asleep, and uh, once I let the guy in, he was, I didn't want him to like run across the room while the guy was there, so I just like picked him up and held him. He's so nice. He's sweet, babe. He's sweet, babe. What's your good thing? Um, my good thing, I guess, is the weather outside is doing good. Um, uh, <laughs> um, was it sick? It was it was sick for a while. It had the flu. It had corona. It had corona. Um. Uh. Also, uh, Animal Crossing. Fucking killing that shit. I love Animal Crossing. The new Animal Crossing game is magnificent. Apparently, you can play with other people, so I I wanted to get it. Yeah, then, get it. Uh. Someone told me that it was fifty bucks, and I don't want it anymore. It was me. I told you it was fifty bucks. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. It's really expensive, but it's so much fun. So worth it. It's really fun. I might. After you leave, I'm going to play it some I more. Might. I might steal my sister's switch. Or just have my switch. I'll be honest, but do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Um also one thing to address is still the corona thing. How are you feeling about that? It's just freaking me out a little bit. Just I'm not afraid of getting it personally. Yeah. I feel like it I feel like if I get it, it's very simple. You just go to the hospital and you try and work it out. <laughs> That's that's the way I think about it. It's like it, you just described it as if it was like a team building like issue. Yes, you, you got to get in the office and you just you got to work it out. You got to work it yeah, out with your partners. Got to get your head in the game. Get your get your head in the Zac game. Zac Efron. Uh. <laughs> so you're not afraid of getting it, but. Yeah, I just think yeah, basically, I'm just afraid of like um, people's responses on two different levels. Yeah. One is on the public level, how are people around me going to respond? Because Walmart's really scary. Oh, yeah. And there are five to ten people that I would let spin on me. But people at Walmart... Uh, <laughs> people at Walmart are not any of those people. I'm not any of those people. I don't know if y'all know this. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but there are some... I have at least five people. Every time I see them, I let whoever's in the room know. You, they could spit on they you. They could spit on me and I wouldn't care. Give us a list. A list? I have... Okay, um... John Krasinski. Yes. Paul Rudd. Yes. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. He, yeah, never mind. Um, Idris Elba. Yes. And um, Robert Pattinson, after I saw that one commercial. Oh, oh man. If you don't know what that commercial is, if you're a guy and you don't know what that commercial is, you need to go review. You need to study. You need to study. <laughs> you need to study that it's commercial. It's 20 seconds. Go watch it. It's 20 seconds. It will change your life. It will change your life. It will change your girl's life. Oh, man. I just, I love it so much. Ugh. Oh. But, I don't know. I feel like this is just a really weird time. Like, I've been able to do any of my work. Yeah, I didn't do my uh, video lecture today. Yeah. I feel so, so tired. Same. 
I just like. Oh, hold on. So I also work for the school newspaper. I haven't been able to do fucking any of my work just because I have no motivation and like school work's been really hard for me to do because I just like want to sleep. There was a tweet that I saw that it was like school feels very optional right now even though it really isn't. Yeah. Which is just my whole feeling about the whole thing. Honestly. It's like a part of me just wanted to like drop out this semester. But I was like I can't do that. I'm ready this way in. I just ugh. I'm, I think we're all just trying... I said something to my friend Jocelyn. How about... It may have been you. I don't know. About how we're not trying to thrive right now. We're just trying to survive. Like, especially during this time. Whenever we don't know what's going to happen. We don't have a blueprint for this. Yeah. And my sister kept saying something whenever I, I was visiting her about the coronavirus. And she was saying, this is how you know society can't handle things. Like, the way they're acting. And I was like, it has nothing to do with today's society and all that stuff. No one can handle this. No. It's a weird thing. This is something that people don't go through on a daily basis. And, like, we need to... And when I said earlier about people being scary on two levels, one was public, one is uh, the government and how they're responding. And not just our government, other people's governments, too. Yeah. Like, you can't sit here and be like, we'll be fine. We'll just wait. No, you actually have to have a plan for this. Yeah. You have to have a plan for your medical staff. Like, I have a few friends that work in the medical field, and, like, it, their jobs are insane right now. Yeah. My mom actually had to shut down her dental office. Yikes. Yeah, I told you about that, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, um, they had to, like, let everyone go in air quotes. Well, it's, like, that's we kind of... a dentist? Yeah. You know who else? Who else's parent is a dentist? Who's? Matt. He's got to go. We can bond. <laughs> We can bond over dental parents. I just love that because, like, I don't know anyone's parents who are dentists. My mom. Well, uh, yes. Yep. She owns her own dental practice. Ooh. Yeah, she's pretty cool. So she's cooler than Matt's dad. Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My mom could beat up anyone. I just like to say that. My mom has guns for days. My mom Sometimes. That's not beating up. That's murdering. I meant arm guns. Oh. Yeah, no, my mom is fucking swole. Sometimes we'll be like, whenever we're on the, out on the lake, we'll be like, Mom, flex. And she fucking flexes, and it's like a tank on her arm. It's because she works with like her arms all day. Yeah. Watch out, Matt's dad. Yeah. My mom can beat you Mr. up. I don't know his name. I don't know Matt's last name. I don't want to say his last name. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's kind of important not to say his last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. But yeah. Mr. What's your name? Mr. Fuck You Matt. <laughs> Mr. Fuck You Matt. Um, oh. I just, uh, that was one of the things I wanted to say, though, not the fuck you Matt, but just to be kind to people right now, especially people who are in healthcare professions and especially people who are getting laid off their jobs right now. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's really scary. Like, uh, we have to text our landlord and basically be like, hey, we don't know how we're going to pay rent. Like, we don't know what we're going to yeah. do. So. Yeah. So we're trying to figure all that out right now, but. Another month, we still have uh, util- utilities, though. Love this for us, but yeah, so it's been kind of weird, but we're going to get through it. We always do. And if, uh, but I have decided, though, that once the dead start to rise again, I'll be, I'll be peacing out. I saw a really funny TikTok that was like, like someone like in the army and it was like poking a dead body being like, wake up, <laughs> wake up, wake up, wake up, because they want zombies. 
on the note of like being nice to people, check up on your friends that like you know how you have friends that, that go to different colleges, like from high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Check up on those friends. I I have a friend that has been quarantined by her parent, forced to quarantine by her parents for the past week or two, at least at least one or two weeks, and she's just like she's losing her mind. And I was just I just wanted to check up on her. Like yeah, it's. During this time, it's good. If you haven't even an inkling of, like, a, oh, I should check up on so-and-so, then do it. Yeah. Because, like, you might as well right now. No one's going to be mad. Yeah. And we're all really bored in quarantine. We all want to talk to people. Do a Netflix party, guys. I feel like that would be so much fun. We should I do I can't that. wait to do that in two separate rooms, maybe. <laughs> living in a different room and just doing it. Whenever we just don't feel like getting up and moving to the living room. Yeah. Oh, it's totally going to be shit we're going to do. <laughs> like, almost definitely. Okay, well, anything else you want to say? Um, what's our Twitter again? Oh, fuck, yeah, okay, our Twitter. Um, our Twitter is up at night cast, cast stands for podcast. Uh, it's, uh, interact with us, we're very, very nice. Amanda does mostly take control of the Twitter, and she's, she does a very good job with it. Not right now, but. Uh, it's Corona. Um, it's, co- it's Corona time. I'm just losing my mind every single night, but it's fine. It's fine, it's great. Um, but... Just uh, go to our Twitter, follow it, DM us, reply to us, retweet us, like our tweets. Um, once we get to 200 followers, I will be getting an up at night tattoo on my lip. She will do it. I guarantee it. Please get us to 200. I want to see it so bad. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, please follow us. Uh, what's the Twitter again? Up at night cast. cast Perfect. Cast stands for podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. I totally forgot it. Um, you can about that whole entire thing. Up at night cast. Cast stands for podcast. I should make that, well, we should make that the bio. Oh, yeah. Cast stands for podcast. Yeah. yeah. So follow us up at night cast and see if we've changed our bio to cast stands for podcast. Or not. I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Love you. Okay. I guess and, it, we will see you the next time we can't sleep. Bye, guys. Why did we both immediately throw our hands up in the air to do I know, that? I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what else to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. That was really good. Fuck Matt.